0: Welcome to the Andrew D'Angelo podcast. Constant Constance. Each week, Andrew, renowned jazz saxophonist and brain cancer survivor, invites us to look at the many worlds of his guests, with conversations that cover all the arts, human resilience, a little bit of politics, and a lot of humor. (laughs) You can't fail to have a fantastic time.
1: hello everyone welcome how are you today or this evening or whenever you're listening or watching this today we have uh, two amazing friends of mine shelly harland and henrietta weeks henrietta is the one you hear at the beginning of the show that's her voice and at the end of the show also henrietta and she is a playwright a poet just a, a linguist, I guess. I don't know. And Shelley is a musician and has some songs, a song on a Netflix series and as well as on the UK pop charts. So we just had this very casual, fun and relaxing conversation. I hope you enjoy it and you get the chance to just mingle about with three folks doing their own thing in three very different parts of the world, Australia, Mexico, and then i was in new york all right have a great day night evening morning middle of the night <laughs> all right
0: you get what I, mean? I don't know
1: mm. i mean i get what you mean but i i think there's a lot of people out there like okay if somebody says this is bullshit but this isn't so then you know give us a lame example in school you know with their kids or you know, just generally in life where, you know, for some reason, um, you know, organic apples are five dollars a pound and yeah. regular, regular apples are ninety nine cents True. a pound.
0: Yeah. I Personally, this is what I feel about it is that um, the bullshit, no bullshit, like who who knows? Because we, we can't know. There's too many, there's too much that we're, you know. I think that media is is propaganda rather than information, really, of useful information. So it was already existing. And I think the coronavirus myself is just a real thing that's probably a part of the ecological catastrophe and the way that we live and eat. And so, you know, there have been pandemics before. Here's another one. It's a new virus. Um, but I do think that it, people, um, you know, governments, that it's an opportunity to use it for, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of malevolent benefits for them and their friends and just kind of keep the people. I, but I don't think, I don't know if it's a sort of malevolent, like, oh, let's get everyone on lockdown so we can then you know, control people even more. It's just kind of the whole thing was a mess already. The whole thing was a mess. Yeah, There was so enough. much malevolence already yeah. that this is just a further sort of result of that. And so yeah. for me, me personally, this, cons- the, you know, the, the theory. Well, it amplifies the viewing of it all, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, it just goes to show that there's no real kind of, infrastructure in place for a global pandemic yeah which you know it's quite considering the way we've been going it was quite likely so the whole thing i just think it's sort of like a a a way of sort of exposing things but i i personally think that people get really caught up in a narrative that they did just pick you know because it it seems Mm. like a good one i mean i i definitely have done that myself but now my narrative is i have no idea What's going mm-hmm. on at all? Yeah. Right. Yeah. at all, at all, at all, and just—I I don't of, either. What can we do? Yeah, you know, and yeah. wherever one is, like you're in Brooklyn, Shelley's in Australia, I'm here. It's like for me, I've had freakouts and anxieties throughout the year for many different reasons, but lately, I've just dropped into this thing of sort of, sort of ex- surrendering to the fact that you know this mm. is just an unknown from here on out. Mm. And so, you know, I'll just dig into this spot. Even the traveling thing, I'm like, I would probably feel that way if I was in your, you know, in Brooklyn, Andrew. But being here, I feel like, well, I'm in a beautiful place. You know, what can mm. I do here? And also I just find, like, nature, birds, animals, you know, fresh air, the starry yeah. night sky, all very comforting. Yeah. And... You know, do you know what I mean? Uh, and I, I wish I'd like to be able to contribute something to people that aren't in this position that do feel trapped. Because we're all lucky to a degree. I feel lucky that I have company. I don't know how it would be to be alone, alone right now. Mm. You know, well, I mean, to have no job avenues, no money, no health insurance. Like it, yeah. You know, or people like Mexico are working away the poor people because they have to. They can't just, you know, lock down and stay inside in their home because they they would have nothing to eat. mm. Uh, Which is why I think it's fair that Mexico isn't in lockdown. I I don't know. It's a really hard one to assess. What's, Mm. I I just don't know is the answer.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I I think to be clear, I, I don't mind where I am. I mean I right. do I do wish I could be you traveling know, traveling or stuff, in the but, I, or but I have I have I don't know how it feels to both of you, but I I actually have been fine during Yes. This past I was gonna year. say I, I feel like
0: know. you've quite you've been happy though. I don't
1: really care. <laughs> yeah. don't really care.
0: <laughs> you've, no, you've been happy I don't you're care you're if I ever there. go to
1: another airport ever again in my life, to be honest. Right. And go you know through what? TSA I, and all that shit. I don't yeah. really care.
0: <laughs> My yeah, only thing yeah. is is that I'd like to see my family in England. Like, I'd like to have that passage. But otherwise, right. you know, I'm getting used to the idea that our sort of global travel that we were accustomed to is just kind of possibly not yeah, really... Yeah, I mean, job. I walked
1: into my kitchen... Right before this Zoom meeting. So it's like, you know, I traveled. <laughs>
0: <Yeah.
2: laughs> I love it. Well, I'm doing a lot of travel around. I'm traveling to the library every day. I right. Know. Right.
0: And to you. the school. And well, I feel school. like I've just been on a nice little exodus around the you know, the pool and the town. And that to me right. is very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Very, terribly exciting. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the new colours, the birds. It's like mm. It has given me a deep appreciation of just something of a small world, you know. I think that that is,
2: you know, a prominent thing throughout, that people are coming out with a deeper appreciation of nature because when you can't be in it and around it, then suddenly you are you're able to step out. That I remember when we first went into proper hardcore lockdown and then I went out, I don't even know what, when it was, whether it was even a month late or something. And I went for a walk just so I'm the, still here. And I went for a walk along the cliff, um, France. But I just, I remember just feeling like just overwhelmed with the beauty of it all, but also just how lucky I was in that moment. Because I'd been in this sort of lockdown fear and just stay here. I don't need to go out, just stay here. And then when I went out, just amazing appreciation for nature. I- I'm sure that would be the case
0: for most people.
1: Right. Do you think that, I mean, to be honest, there are people talking like that, Shelley, you know, that we're going to appreciate nature more. And like hugging a tree is like one of the Mm. things that somebody said on a show, but Mm. I mean, you know, for a minute, Right, right, yeah, all right. So, yeah, you, so you, minute, you like totally, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. We're all going to, yeah, become complacent again, I guess.
1: You think once. then?
2: Oh, to some, mostly, yeah, 100%. Like if, if it suddenly was like, oh, everything's fine today, there'll be the appreciation moments and then there'll be the like lock-in yeah. robotic stuff again, I think.
0: The thing mm. is, I don't think that there's going to ever well, not for a long time, that everything's fine moment. I think it's changed. Yeah, our I don't think changed that's gonna... in our life. I don't think yeah. it'll. Hang on, I'm just gonna. The... It's really windy. I'm just gonna block that door. From...
1: All right. Okay. Hey, Shelly, while she's yeah. doing that, um, I was watching one of those videos. Do you remember the videos you sent me? I'm not no, sure. Which...
2: I can't remember which one.
1: Right. And, and there are videos of the Black Lives Matter protests oh, yes. and stuff. And um, I think that was pretty much actually the whole video that I was watching earlier.
2: Yeah, that was the song that I put out. Um,
1: right. But, but, but hold on. When, when I watched, when I heard the song without the video, I mm. thought, Shelly is sexy, man. And then when I watched the video <laughs> and the music, I realized that you were nurturing and I'm sorry if that is offensive to you.
2: Oh, why is that offensive?
1: But you, I, I felt like you were like, you know, kind of saying, you know, we need to do this, and it's not great, but you know, I love you all. I, I, I don't know. I, the word that came to me, you know, was nurturing. Mm. And I was like, oh, at first I was like, all right, so Shelley wants to kind of fuck people. And then, I, you know, and then after watching you, so watching weird. your music, <laughs> right, with the, with the video, I was like, oh, she is uplifting us. She's bringing us yes. to a comforting place. Comforting. Yes. That's also, even a better word. I'm really word.
2: curious. Can I just ask you, hmm. what, what was it about? Because it certainly wasn't the lyrics. So what made you think oh, I want to fuck people by my voice?
1: um because i'm into funny i'm actually into milfs so we can go there (laughs) and uh (laughs) i also know some of the people that took the footage that's in that video like i know them personally Wow. they're streamers and i was like oh i know um i can't say his name because he's gotten life life life-threatening comments but uh Uh, Let's call him Saul. We'll call him Saul. (laughs) And uh, I was like, oh, I know that actual shot because I saw it happen live. And then I saw it after the fact. And now it's in your video because your editor, or unless you did it yourself, it's in there. And I was like, oh, yeah. I know uh, Unicorn Riot is another one. He's from uh, Breonna Taylor. Where is she from? Breonna Taylor? I
0: can't
2: remember. Uh, I can't either. Right. Jo- yeah. I can tell you the, the story. It all came together. But, yeah. Fi- but, yeah. But more, I was just curious about if you just listened to my voice and you hadn't seen that.
1: I just thought, well, well, what's sexy? Do you- I don't know.
2: No, I'm actually really curious about what the element is. Cause, cause because you said that, so there's, that's all I'm just wondering, because I'm not singing anything sexual. So I was wondering what it was. That's all I was just curious. Because um, it certainly wasn't coming from a sexual place, but where it does come from, wherever I get really involved properly in a project is just pure pain. And that's why I'm curious asking you what, what you found sexy, because actually, Maybe that's what you found sexy—is yeah, that probably I was just being real. Yeah, and like
1: you can. I like, realness. Yeah, I like realness. yeah, realness. Yeah, yes. Yes. fair that's enough. All. Yeah,
0: that's but also for you me, you put words I... in my mouth. But
1: go ahead, yes, uh, uh, Henrietta. Sorry,
0: I was just going to say about Shelley's song. That song, what, what's it called, Shell? The um, Fire, Fire
2: to the World.
0: It's called Fire to the World. Yeah, right. Every time, because to me, it's like to. I don't know any other words to describe it really than I mean, it's beautiful, but it's like this primal force that literally, like I have this energy shooting through my body, sort of electrifying my brain and my body and my, all my emotions. And it because it comes from some, somewhere so deep, deep, deep inside of you. But I And I would say that's the depths of your soul, you know, like for all of us, like you might have a moment where something will just suddenly come out and you know that it's like coming from, you've got nothing in the way. And that's why it's sort of like an activator, you know. Well, and but that is the thing with that song. And it's song sexual. Well. It's the sexual thing.
2: Yeah, that's why I was interested that, in the course. word sexual because that song actually, none of that's from me. It is from me, but it's not from me. And yeah, that no, was, it's, I yeah. think I told you that, Andrew, I'm not sure, but it was this guy sent me the music who was sitting in Long Beach, California. And um, he just got the news about Rayshard Brooks and he's this a black guy living there right in the heart of everything that's going on. I didn't know him at all, but he sent me the music, but I, it was a total vessel moment because I just felt like a bolt of lightning in my body. Mm. I just felt every.
1: Oh, she froze his
2: track. And then I just wrote all that stuff and we had no conversation. We didn't know each other at all. And, um, and then I sent that back to him and he was just like, oh my God, you've just written everything that I-
1: Yeah, see, I just died. think that's hot. That's it. Th- yes. I think that's hot. <laughs> yes, and I have know. no it's idea cool. why. I have no idea why.
0: I love what it. It power. is hot. Authenticity is hot. Authenticity is hot. That's yeah, the totally. For power. Like that power, that raw power is like, woof. Yeah, it's like a, it yeah. is. It's, it's a sexy thing.
2: <laughs> sexy thing. So, yeah, I, so oh, I, loved, I loved that experience. It was amazing because it was
1: beyond, I mean, beyond. I mean, if I had to write a review, I couldn't because I'm not a writer. But so that's why I do this. And so when you asked me to explain, I was like, mm. I don't know. I just felt real, and that seems that's yeah, no, cool. You know, I love that. me. I'm fucking great
2: with being sexy, man. Bring it on, <laughs> yeah, bring
1: on the sexy <laughs> <other comments. laughs> Love All right, it. all right, we got our clip right there. I'm gonna show it to her kids, and they're gonna be like, <laughs> they're gonna be like, mom, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, MILF. the milf i like that that you have a thing for milfs love it
1: well is that um, bad are we being bad am i being bad i don't know no, i just i, you're I not like being bad i like what i'm um, just what
0: well i i also i agree with you i think mothers are sexy you know if you're a mother and you've got lots of things going on and you're a mother like that's pretty hot i mean you've Yeah, I find it sexy. I wish I was one. I'd love to know what that feels like.
1: In context, um, Henrietta, um, um, Shelley and I had a conversation maybe two months. Here's what it
2: feels like, you're knackered, by the way. Huh? (laughs) I know, I know.
1: Here's what it feels like,
2: you're fucking knackered. all the time,
1: (laughs) like
0: overwhelmed. By knackered, everything.
1: What is knackered? Oh yeah,
0: knackered. Mean? knackered. You
1: don't have word knackered.
0: Huh? You what? It means like completely exhausted. Right. <laughs> it's English slang.
1: Okay, so you're knackered, and then yeah. you play a song for kids, and they're like, "Wait, that's my mom." I mean, oh, I don't, can I, I don't tell know. you
2: something about that? That was really cool this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, so my son has just started guitar lessons, and um, he told me that he. His guitar teacher wants him to learn "Zombie" by the Cranberries. Remember that song? Oh no, that I don't. Drew? I don't
1: either. Sorry. Oh,
2: many, many years ago, um, you, you guys would have heard it so many times. It's like, um, "What's in your head? In your head? Oh yes, Zombie. Do remember it?
0: Yes, yes.
2: So anyway, I said, "Oh, that's cool." And then we were driving along, and I said, "Oh, I've just remembered." I said, "Actually, just type into Beat Smash." zombie and my name and they went, they went what it was like you're on spotify doing that song the same song as my the guitar teacher told me to learn like that and i said yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i am <laughs> anyway it's really cool they put it on your car so the the original is really it's kind of rocky and then but i'd done a dance version of it ages ago and i totally forgot that i'd done it Anyway, they were in the car. They were just rocking out right. they doing all these dances. And it was a really sweet moment. It was on the way to school. That's so and, sweet. And it's it a is. moment in time as well where I'm still possibly cool because of it. That like at some yes.
0: point. Right. You're like you got up.
1: you have a little bit I've of chance minute. of being cool.
0: <laughs> oh, I got got think you will go on being cool. I think she's I've got a minute cool. of corners and then she <laughs> pulled up at
2: the school. And my little little one said. Um, at musical theatre this week, I want to do a solo. Can I please sing one of your songs?
1: <laughs> it was really
2: like, I felt like a hero that morning. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, man, I'm doing it." Um. Anyway, that's all. It was a good moment.
1: Do you know uh, Sarah, uh Sarah Milligan? Do you know her, the comedian? No. no. From I think Scotland, and um, her mom's answer to every like. Her, she's getting really famous which is great sarah is and her mom's answer to every you know you came out of my vagina by the way right Love it. Yeah. And, and you know everything every time she gets like <laughs> yeah. you know a 150 yeah, yeah right a dollars <laughs> she's like you know you came out of my vagina and she does it with that accent <laughs> i Love won't it. even pretend and and I it's could like, you can you. tell your son you know like he might be eight or five but you know like you know you came out of my vagina so, yeah you know I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry if it's like too offensive but I love Sarah and she's yeah, just like you know, you came good. out of my vagina then and then uh you know like I made that. you so yes. you owe me like 150 million dollars you know? yes <laughs>
2: In fact, thank you for reminding me because I think I'm going to start using that a lot more around my head. <laughs> empty that dishwasher because I had to empty myself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> empty
1: the dishwasher. <laughs> oh my God. Empty the dishwasher because you came out of me. Yeah, and, uh, I'm
0: loving th- it. I need to use it more. It <laughs> right. is really, you do. Now's the time, now that they're yeah. getting independent. Well, they also, they have
2: really, they do have great sense of humour. They've really got a yes. sarcastic, dry sense of humour. They get it. Yeah. So I know that they're going to actually crack up at that. So yeah.
0: that would be cool.
1: You, yeah. You're the kind of person, you should pull out a diagram, like, this is where you came from. Like, you know, yeah. a stick <laughs> drawing and, uh, you know, Well, I, I, you know, I have no idea because I don't have kids, but I know that I only the first thing I thought was sexy because I only half listened. But when I really got onto music, I was like, oh, Shelly is lifting up the world. Henrietta is Mm -hmm. lifting up the world with her, you know, her creations. And, you know, that's really I mean, that's pretty much what my show is about. It's just having fun and like, you know, saying things. Who's got their phone on? Shelly? henrietta
2: sorry that was not me
0: but i I love what you just said about lifting up the world actually because you know whatever way you can do that is like is good isn't it i mean that's that's what i want to do in whatever way we can discover to do (laughs) right yeah well it's the only thing isn't it it's the only thing yeah yeah but you know like more than ever It's really wonderful to think about, well, you know, there are things that I want to do, but there's so much to be giving to each other right now more than ever before. So, like, I think you wrote that song, Shelley. I mean, that song, there's definitely something to do with the time it was written in. Think Hmm. about it. (laughs) Yeah. No, but, I
2: mean, for me, that is what the, the medium of music is and, and I wouldn't just have a clue how to live if I didn't, if you didn't have that. And that is essentially that, you know, and it comes across many things, but often I'm sent music, so, the you know, the intention behind, you know, someone sends me a track and I will, my intention immediately is to to absolutely be fully authentic in my delivery back to them, um, that's the first connection that's important because it's just a human that's reached out to a human. And often that human has has had to be very vulnerable and open in order to get what they need from me. So that connection t- to start with means everything to me and, and would mean something to them. So delivering that and then beyond that, going, what are you delivering to the world in whatever way it's going to filter out, uh, however many people it will filter to. Like, that whole process and me also just sort of honouring, honouring, I I hate packaging it like this, but honouring the gifts I've been given. It's really important to me to know that, you know, I'm trying to do that as authentically as possible, not a rush job, not a quick thing, not a yeah. sound like someone else, not a, you know, it has to be, which is pretty exhausting, but I do honestly try to do that with every collaborative creation because that's the point. Yes. Like, obviously, if I can earn some money from it and earn a living and all that stuff, but the actual point to my existence, Trudy, mm is that right there? And yes. it's like, otherwise I don't really know what
0: what what the what, point is.
2: What yeah. I'll do, to be honest. I'll just be like, we I mean, talked about this the other day, the groundhog. It's like, if there wasn't that point, I just wouldn't even know how to be. Yeah.
1: You, you said something to me on our phone call, um, Shelley, that said, and I, I believe I wrote it down correctly, but correct me if I'm wrong. Music is about spreading love and joy, not about mm. making money. You have to believe that it is bigger than anything else. I, mm. I think I wrote that down correctly, but again, you can correct me if I'm wrong. So, music, yes. what?
2: Yes, exactly that. 100%. Like, it, like, I'm not saying that to be some sort of martyr or anything. We have to make money. We have to make a living in power bills. Yes. All of us have to as a creative in what we're doing. Right. But it can never be the first thing. It just can't. Mm. It's just yeah. pointless for everything yeah. and everyone. You know, it's like the more I recognized the magic that was woven in between mm. obviously not just creating music from your soul. That's that's a really important, for me, that's a really important physical, daily, just ex, like thing that has to come out of my body. It hasn't got mm. anything to do with an audience. It's only about a yes. physical thing that's important to me. But, um, you know, the more I sort of recognized that the health, the therapy, what that does for me as a human, the more that I gave weight to how important these little threads of connections with people from all over the world, just that conversation that was important that they needed to, you know, it's these little parcels of magic kind of really just happening. And the more I have learned from that, understood from that, recognized that it's actually very real and a thing, the more I've been able to go deeper in, tap into it and therefore fully be more of a vessel and just let it kind of happen and those things Mm. have kind of got stronger and um i can count on one hand at the moment how many this is the collaboration side how many of those have just the more i'm sort of freeing myself up to that the more that's happening on deeper incredible chilling levels where you just go Mm. oh my god I didn't have anything to do with that. That was amazing. Yeah. You know, so yes. It's just, it's amazing. The more you lock into it and the more you're in it and really get it, that it's actually just what it's all about. Those little magical connections, creativity, mm. those, you know, little unspoken conversations as well between you, like when you're performing H and um, just, and when you're writing, you're writing something, You, someone's going to read that and that's going to, change something in them you know it's all yes. magic it's
1: yes. all magic i i i i agree i'd like to for a second um something that h and i have talked about a lot which is psychic abilities i'd like to delve into that do you guys mind if i use the bathroom and take oh. a pee and come back and then we'll come um, back
0: and let's delve into that yeah
1: I, I, i'd like to just ask Henrietta directly because i i beginning some resistance and some acceptance of psychic abilities and on this show i have had moments of just where people are like how the fuck did you know that and i was like mm. i have no idea I, mm. I, i'm sorry so uh you know because i i see things Anyway, give me a minute. Let me just take a, yeah. a a pee break and I'll be I'll be right back. Okay. I'm gonna just go off camera so I can yep. you know, be private and I'll be back.
0: Yes. Okay. No cool. problem. We'll chit-chat. <laughs> Hi Shelley. Oh, that was oh, so good gosh. to hear you say that. I it's too. really good. Because I was just thinking, like, you know, just saying that is fantastic. And I was thinking the very same thing. And like it really helped me go, like, oh wait, that's when I feel like I write a poem or a story, or I'm engaged with somebody in a conversation where that happens, where it's nothing mm. to do with me, mm. then you know something comes, something comes out, which is unexpected. Mm. And, it, and it's to do with like the other person receives it in that way, which is sort of like, ooh, it gives them the freedom but in well, yeah, way. I
2: definitely believe but, in that as well. That That is really that, that passing yes. of
0: energy, really, because what it is is... So it's a relationship. It, it always is, like the collaboration yeah. thing, you know, but because it's, if you never see a person, but they listen to your song... Yeah. You've, you've, yeah, you basically, it's like giving, we're giving things. You are giving, giving a thing. things. You're giving, giving a thing. thing and you're giving the most <laughs> precious thing. Yeah. Which is the most precious jewel of all which is like a piece of yourself which is unique to somebody else's uniqueness and it gives them like this knowledge because I've experienced it when people have given it to me that I too can like it, it allows me the freedom to sort of give something else to somebody else or you know well, I think what yours does for you and what
2: mine does for me, it, is a, it allows the noise in our brain to stop. It allows everything to stop going on because we've come, we're like locked in to our creative channel that is us locking into our true selves. And then when someone receives a true authentic offering my wholehearted belief is that they feel it. And also this is because I've done accidentally done the market research because I've written songs where I've gone, I'm going to just bang this out. Yes. And obviously I've written songs where I'm just locked in, eyes closed, pain, heart, voice. Yes. Passage. Oh, I love that. And I've yeah. seen the results. So I've seen you know that, of course, always on those authentic expressions are the ones where you've got another person, another person, another person. Email, email. Yes. Follow up, follow yes. up. Blah 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 blah. Um, you know, and then you've got, you know, you've written a quick pop song for someone, and it wasn't, it was, you know, I don't know, it was a session. It wasn't really something from your core of your heart. And um it's a nice little, yes, yeah, it's a nice little pop song. Fine, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like. The market research shows yes. <laughs> that it's just that the exchange of authenticity in creativity. So, you know?
0: Yeah. You know? You know, mate?
1: Are you guys ready to start, start up again? I'm back. Yes. All right. You so come. let me let me just bring us back in and then, uh, well, Henrietta, it's cool. Yeah. To, uh, I, wanted, I really want to talk about this psychic thing because it's been a yes. – a point of contention, and I'd like to. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: I feel right. like I'd I'd love to talk about that right. more than anything, actually.
1: Fair enough. What's is more than what?
0: Well, for, I just feel like I'd like to talk about that more than anything because I I think it's really fascinating and a and wonderful thing.
1: I agree. So let me just, but let me get let me just give a little intro, and then we'll get into yes. it. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, we're back with uh, Henrietta Weeks and uh, Shelly Harland. And, you know, uh, Henrietta, towards you, you and I, I mean, at least me, I believe after I had my brain surgeries, I I get this feeling that I'm psychic, you know, and a lot of people have uh, resistance to that or, you know, don't feel like psychic abilities exist. And so I, I know that, that you have those, you know, abilities, in my opinion. So what can? how can we define that for people? What does being psychic mean or what does it mean to you?
0: Um, well, I guess what I would say first is that I think, you know, everybody has... psychic abilities in them they might be you know quite dormant or very buried and they might not appear in one's lifetime but I do think that some people are just kind of for whatever reason you know born with that and I I believe I think that I was Um, but I personally didn't acknowledge it for for many many years until I met psychics in New York who who were working as psychics or intuitives and and doing quite well and they would all say oh you know which by the way I wouldn't I've only started saying this recently because it is you sort of you guard it because you feel like it's very weird you don't understand what it is so you don't want to claim that you are but they would all say you know you've got it as well and then Actually, interestingly, these relationships I made with these psychics in New York a few years ago, they would start asking me to read for them, but it was all very private. Like, for instance, one guy would come over to my apartment and he would I'd be thinking that, oh, he's going to give me lots of juicy information because he's really accurate and it's very helpful. But then he would start asking me questions. And it was like, all I can say is that then we'd go into this other space where we were communicating
1: telepathically or something like that, or,
0: well, yeah, it feels like, you know, this. not, you, you get a sort of, you, you get a a knowing and then you just, it's, it really just is being sort of brave enough to say it, but I would always preface it with like, I don't know, but I feel this. And, and I, I, Discover that the more I just stopped thinking about what it was, the more stuff was coming through. And, um, you know, so it, I don't think it's really hard to sort of define it, but, you know, words are interesting to me because I think a lot of people are put off by the word psychic. And now, of course, lots of people use intuitive guides and all that kind of thing but or in a way
1: or something like that empath yeah. Or, yeah
0: but all of those are human aptitudes i that we all have but some peoples are more developed for one reason or another and um i would say that you know i just happen to be personally i i know this about myself i've always been highly sensitive like i feel people's emotions And then I sort of see certain things about them and I've taken a a wild guess, like things have just come out of my mouth, like, you know, oh, did you have an argument with your mother? Or why has your father got this
1: sort
0: of grip on you? And and they'd go like, how did you know that? And I'd say, well, I I don't know how I know Mm. that, but I just have this feeling that you do. So, you know, I know some psychics, I, I know quite a lot of psychics and they have, they get sort of messages told to them through, you know, voices, or they see things like in pictures. Mine is very much like literally like a feeling in my body that I get that I then just try and translate into language. Mm. And I'm always like, it's questionable whether it's accurate. But if the other person is getting something from it, then it becomes a two way process. So it's not me saying, you know, this, this, and this about you. It's like they're giving you feedback and it's sort of like this amazing mind feedback that then you're actually both doing it together. Mm. So they're discovering things about themselves that were hidden to themselves because you're kind of like activating a little bit. So that's sort of, that's kind of how I feel about it. And, and I also just honestly kind of like, I know you both are, like, I love people. And I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to be who they are. I want people, not happy, but I want them to be liberated from like, I should do this and I should do that. Because that was how I was raised. Like You should be this, you should marry that guy. You should have that education. You should do that job. But because I could never follow that path because it didn't make sense to me, um, I like to feel that when you're in that psychic space with someone or whatever you want to call it, it allows people uh, the freedom to find, to discover things about themselves and also to sort of help them out of like really ingrained patterns. And it, and it, I don't know, for me, it's all about if you don't have joy and humor when you're talking about it and this kind of laugh about, I don't know what it is. Because you, you, you don't want to tell anybody anything. You just want right. to suggest, that maybe this is what's happening.
1: What and then you-
0: they are the confirmation. They go like, ah, or they yeah. say much later on, holy <coughs> shit, how did you know that? Yeah. Mm. So it, I don't think it can be defined yet. Science might yet find a way to sort of go, oh, it's this part of the brain right. or the yeah. mind, right? But at the moment, it's still a very... You know, but people can do it. I know Andrew's done it. I know Shelley can do it. I know, I know a whole bunch of like amazing psychics that are quite under the radar, but they're they're they have amazing information for you. Like it's unbelievable and it's so helpful.
1: Well, it, you know, it's it's so weird. I have I have my, I, have my uh, I don't know what to call it, but I have my winning argument with this when I had brain cancer and, you know, I, I went to a psychic, right? Like think about like that thing on the street, like $10, you know,
0: Yes, yes. you know
1: what I'm talking about? Shelly, do you Perically.
0: know? The $10 what? psychic wager. Right, right. Oh, and, uh, and
1: okay. hold, hold on a second. And I, let me tell my little anecdote and then you both can go on. And he was like, yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I have brain cancer. He's like, nah, you'll be fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if it. you,
1: it, it, you know, he's like, if you want more, you know, information, you can give me more money. I was like, no, that's good. Here's your 10 bucks yeah, or whatever enough. it was. He's like, yeah, it will be fun. And I, I, I was like, all right. I was like, people. that's enough for me. But my point about yeah. that story is that the person has to be willing to accept the information.
0: totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I think
1: that ties into what you were saying. Um, Henrietta is that yeah I was like okay I'll be fine you
0: know <laughs> yeah well that's that. the beautiful thing that it's like this lovely deep authentic sort of relationship which by the way I have you know with you Andrew having never met you personally
1: right we've never met that's we've so never met <laughs> no I've never we, met either we've of never you met. no
0: but the thing <laughs> is is that I think I got to know about you like a year ago in September and then we didn't start really talking till maybe December so it was right before the pandemic but right. honestly I would consider you like a person, like a go-to person because I, I trust, love and respect you and you're so much fun But th- because that sort of space when you're it, allow yourself to be there, there's no, there's sort of no judgement, you're just like you're just no. uh, you're just letting the information flow between you, you know, and um, yeah, like you say, if people are if people are willing, actually, I have a good little quick story. Is that I have a friend who yeah. absolutely is a sort of rational skeptic person, who you know, a journalist in New York, da, 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 who, who got cancer this year. And she's do, she told me the other day, so she's been doing so many different sessions with different healers, like remote healing, remote Reiki, because of course it has to be remote because there can't be any hands-on, and psychic sessions. And then she had a session for, about somebody who could see the, her Akashic records and, right. and things like that. If she'd said that to me four years ago, I would have thought, well, who is this person? Is she Has she gone mad? So it's kind of like, I sometimes think that, um that the interesting thing about this time we're in is that so many people are, we're all confused. We have no idea sort of how the world's gonna shape up in any which way. And it's like, I, I just think people are more open to sort of receiving like help, yes. comfort, mm. insights, discussions. Yeah. But call it what you will. But I also think like a good psychic is actually you I think you don't want to put people off by kind of saying, I see this. You you want to stay, you want to meet them where they're at. That's my well, it's yeah. like having a chat. It's just chatting. It's like, just like having a chat. But if you see chat. something important, like how do you how do you tell them that? Mm. You know, like, oh, you should really that guy you're with is like you know, a monster and I see violence in your future. If you, you know, something like that, you, yeah. you want to say it in a way that's some, um, I, I think you, that's the art. Like you have a responsibility really to- Of how to deliver it. Uh, of how to deliver it to the person where they're at, which is about- Yeah. Sort of
1: it's, a, it's all and, about knowing, it's all about knowing your audience. audience, right? That's what it is, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: But well, I think what you said, H, about um, people being in a different headspace right now, as in maybe they're res- able to receive more. I mean, we've been friends for over 20 years, and it was only two years ago, about, yes. was it two years, maybe a bit longer, that we first exchanged our psychic stories. Experiences, yes. <laughs> exactly. Where, and we've never touched on that subject, no. ever. And we just came to and I was like hey this has been happening (laughs) and she's like this has been happening and um, (laughs) then you know amazing great you know exchanging of stories and experiences kind of since then but you know perhaps that's also just what's happening maybe as well in the world hopefully a bit more where maybe we're able to receive a bit more than perhaps we were before I don't know
0: I think so. Uh, and also just, um, well, the other thing is, is that let's be honest, you know, people are much more desperate for, for you know, that they, you can, it's so much harder to distract ourselves with, oh, I'll go to a movie, I'll have a meal, I'll mm. have another date, you know, when you're sort of pushed into a space where you, you're confronted with like, what is my life actually? Then you, you're allowed to sort of explore that more. I mean, so my, you know, I, I like the fact that people are kind of just, without being like self-absorbed, they're just actually really thinking about like, what are we as humans? Yes. What are our what is the point? Yes. And then oh, my dreams are really weird, and times time mm. seems to have become different. It's like. Yeah, funny that once you take away all these structures, like what actually is left? And then, so I think people are like relating on a much more deeper level, which I would call this sort of psychic space, which is.
2: Mm. Well, and recognizing the magic too. So cause I used to go, when we worked at our private investigators age, I used to leave there and go to Harlem and work with a producer who became a really good friend of mine. And, um, he taught me something really important. This was years ago, but that I've carried through life. And that is to just take the word coincidence out of your vocabulary because
1: right. yeah, no people, random, no coincidence. There's yes, no that.
2: Most yeah. people go, Oh my God, what a coincidence. Wow. I can't believe it's crazy. You know? So removing that from my life from a young age as well was just really brilliant because it's like, Oh no, 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 it's not a coincidence. It's, a really awesome and ama- amazing thing that's just happened
0: are you okay oh yeah I was thinking Hello? like Andrew you did you should- call
1: Mrs. Mayor no is everything okay how's the water yeah everything's okay all right did I wake you I'm sorry no that's okay
0: listen <laughs> thanks for thinking
1: no I, I just I, I saw that you might have called I'm sorry no
0: no that's all right that's okay. Thank you,
1: Andrew. All right. Bye.
0: Bye. Oh my God, she's so amazing. Thank she's you. Just like what a spirit. Yep. I've never heard her voice, but she's so like no, no, Andrew. Really, I'm fine. That's okay. I think Thank she's you. on. I
1: think she's on to me because I did that last night too. <laughs>
0: Aww. So you know lovely. what you hear in her voice is just this tremendous. It's like amazing, appreciation. right? Appreciation. this mm. appreciation for her life. That's what I have. It's amazing.
1: I mean, she's a hundred years old. It's like,
0: like honoring her life, like and other people's
1: yeah. what a
0: and that's the best thing ever. Best attitude you could have. Mm.
1: I know she's down there crying. That's why I called. Just because oh. she's down there, her nephew died, you know, from COVID and stuff. Oh, but you know, God, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he was like 80, something like that. I think I told you both.
0: Oh, really? Ah, I didn't realize he was that age, actually. When he yeah. said nephew. I imagined him in his 40s. No,
1: Mrs. Mayor was an oops. So she was like, her mom, Nancy, was like 42, 43 when she had her. And so all her nieces and nephews are about the same age, you know? But uh, that was pretty cool, yeah. right? She's cool, man. I love Mrs. Mayor, man. She's
2: wonderful. I think I think you should do another video for her. It doesn't have to be her birthday. Like right.
0: yeah. <laughs> no, Wait, really. Hold on,
1: Shelly. hold on. Here's why not, okay?
0: Oh.
1: Here's why not. So I talked to you, I talked to Henrietta, right? Henrietta, I talked to you. I talked to my yeah. other friends. I'm like, you want to send a video? And I make this video. And I hope you watched it. And it was really beautiful. Yes. And so I talked to her son and her daughter-in-law, uh, John and Ronnie. And like, we're not going to be a fucking part of your fucking amateur fucking video. And I'm not kidding. I'll send you the text. And I'm like, well, I just thought you might want to make a video for your mom, mother-in-law. But oh oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's old school Brooklyn shit, man. Yeah,
2: totally. I, 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 I know those people. <laughs> I live there. I know I, I know the whole thing.
1: <laughs> and she's like, Andrew, why is John not in the video? And I'm like, I, I, you know.
2: Her son, John.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't say I don't say anything. I'm just like, I, I don't know. Maybe they were busy or something like that. You know.
2: Yeah. Oh, they were that like, is a bummer.
1: It was it like totally knocked me down to be but honest. But she
2: loved it so much.
1: Um we cried mm. the whole time. And I told um Henrietta, I told you when we got to your poem, in the poem that I'm going to tell you now, I have to come back. And I'm like, all right, Mrs. Mayor is not going to get this, so I got to talk now. And she says, Hen- uh, she didn't say Henrietta. She goes, she's so pretty. Yeah. And and I, so I was trying to distract her because... Henrietta goes on for like twenty minutes and oh, I'm so sorry. So I'm so sorry. And then like, you know, like you go on and on. And she goes, Andrew, shut up. I want to listen. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine.
2: Because she's got all the time in the
1: world. <laughs> but I thought she wouldn't understand, but she's like, I want to listen, Andrew, shut up. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Well, H also
2: does have the best voice in the world the to read.
1: Fucking best voice in the like, world. That is, Ladies that's and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Henrietta has the best voice in the fucking she does. world.
2: <laughs> and that is a that is a gift. That her voice makes you feel joy and comfort. And that's huge.
1: It's yeah. Beautiful. I swear to you, I'm sitting down there, she's in her house coat, Mrs. Mayor, and I, I put the video on my computer, which she doesn't even know what she's looking at, right? Like she doesn't know what a computer is, right? And we get to Henrietta, and it's just like, I'm like, I gotta distract her, man. Mm She's not not gonna understand. Yeah, she's not gonna understand. And she's like, Andrew, and she doesn't hit me hard. She just like taps me, right? Like, you know, Andrew, shut up. (laughs) And it was just so. uh, Thank you, both of you. And uh, I mean, Shelley, she didn't notice you yet. I mean, because you were short with the your video. I was very short. Yeah, you're short. And um, you know, with the well, that's family, that's probably
0: right. I took a guess. I mean, I just thought I know this seems really egomaniacal because it's really long, but this is the one I've got to read. For yeah, yeah. it it's totally, it totally. That's the one because it's fun, and I think that fun is needed. I didn't want to read a you know in-depth Wordsworth. I wanted to do something really fun, and that was the only one that I could.
1: It, it was amazing and i'm just trying to tell you that she was so moved not by just you henrietta but the whole thing yeah she was like, i bet oh. she was. and some of her family did come in and and then some of her family did afterwards say oh can we do an addendum can we send an after like birthday thing right they were like oh right all right this is cool
0: because they got cool. it Yeah, they realized the value. Right. But the
1: one mafia family guy, you know, that was like, I'm not (laughs) doing your fucking, you know, amateur fucking video. I was like, all right. That was the family
2: that lived above me when I lived in Carroll Gardens. Really? Yeah, it was the mum and all the, all the older
1: I'm not not making it up, Henrietta. I am now making it up. I will send you the texts. Sorry.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe you. I I know those people too. <laughs> but, she,
2: but you know what? They, 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 they were very, they were lovable, but they were absolutely them, those people as well. But we'd be in our apartment. This is the Carol Gardens 1H where you didn't yes. uh, Yeah. Do you remember her at all? And she'd shout down, "Shelly, you want
1: some spaghetti? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, That's totally my life. Oh, my I God. I love New York for that. I like, literally, it. I was in my apartment
2: and I'd be like opening the door.
1: Shelly, No, please no, bring no it on yeah.
2: It it was like I lived in her house as far as she was concerned.
1: Yeah. No, Mrs. Mayor yesterday said, Andrew, you want a meatball? And I I used to say no. You know, right? Like I would say no, but now I learned like I just say, Yeah, I want a meatball. Yes. She goes, It has the gravy, Andrew. It's very good. I'm like,
0: oh my god, I love it.
1: Okay, I'll Uh, take the gravy. That
0: is that kind of uh,
2: that era, that's a that's a that's
1: it's a lost it's era.
2: It is good yes. to, to hold on to. It's it, again. It's like our old um, private detective boss. There will be another no one like him ever yeah. again. If there ever right. was. Well, I mean, he was similar to. But that era of like putting a matchstick on the door to see if someone had walked in. <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> not a camera. Not a, not a camera. <laughs> Like right,
0: bullshit. Right. Really? Oh my god. The best. I love it. It is fun, fun.
1: You're like you're do. describing my life right now, like you don't yeah. even know. Like yeah. I'm like, Mrs. Mayer, why don't we just get a professional? She goes, Andrew, there's ice on the house. I'm like, how do you know? You can't even go outside. She goes, I called the neighbor, they looked at the house and called me. It told me that there's ice on the house. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What do we do next? I said, like, I could call a professional, right? And it, I mean, the whole matchstick on the door, like, you know, like, yes, like the I know. Thing. Now,
2: like, that is it. He had a calculator on his desk that he would call the computer. Like, oh that my was, God, I love it. He, you know, he, he was just like, honey, the computers not working or you know ever and this is Don't you I mean all the papers over the floor H remember? Yes. Like just No, nothing. he's
0: like a real diehard like Columbo gumshoe and it was just a blast being in yeah. his presence. And it really was. interesting. And if you think about it actually, just going back to that subject, it's interesting that we had those little stints, mine shorter than you, but as investigators because yeah. Actually, that's kind of what you're doing when you're doing the psychic thing. You're investigating with somebody else. Like, yeah. ooh, all these other realms that you can't, things that you can't see solidly, but you are investigating. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that you're sort of like, you know, or you, you're you just having a little...
2: Actually, investigation is a great word for it. Investigation,
0: investigation. Let's be investigators. Meanwhile,
2: meanwhile our background is... Working at a private eye's in New York City, so it's, it's not... <laughs> private eye! I'm writing private down eye. investigating.
0: Oh, yes. yeah, private eye. Detective and private yeah. eye.
1: I mean, I have to a admit... Private
0: third eye.
1: Right. Yes. I, I have to Private m- third eye. Right. Oh, sorry. Am I interrupting? Sorry.
0: No, no, no. You but can't. I have
1: to admit that yeah. the things that I see, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, psychically or whatever, intuitively or... Whatever you want to call it, yeah, are I, I've had to learn to unlearn to say them because it, yeah, it can sometimes hurt people. And uh-huh. so, what, like, I mean, um, and I, I, this may be too avant garde for you, um, Shelly, but like your kid there, that one, that one boy, I think he's really psychic and he might see shit that you're like. Maybe saying how the fuck did you know that, but probably not because you're shelly But
2: no, I love it. I support it, and I I totally recognize it. it. Right,
1: but what if you? What if like what if like when I was a kid, I saw stuff, and I'm not going to mention it here because getting better, like self-editing. But yeah, (laughs) what if your kid saw something that was just like horrific? You know, like you know. You yeah, know, yeah. our neighbor yeah. killed our other neighbor, or you know, or whatever it is. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what do you yeah, do with that? Like, how do you handle that shit? Uh, I mean, I would it's crazy.
2: Just, I would, I mean, if that actually happened, as in he would say that to me, I would just sit and listen to what he had to say. Yeah. I wouldn't. I and
1: wouldn't then you take action. My
2: pin- Um, I mean, look, if he woke up every day and said it for a certain amount of time and it was specific and had details, yeah, I'd totally take action. But if he – whatever he said in that moment, I'd say, wow, really. I mean, look, we've – that's how we parent. We treat them like they're our little mates and they are our little mates. They're our people. They're not – we're not like – we don't tell them what to say or how to think. So we – they are fully open to – you know, um, tell us anything that they they think or feel. Plus also, you know, they've grown up with, um, we've all kind of experienced the magic a bit together because one, because of what, uh, my what, my little one, the things he would just come out with and say that were just sort of undeniable that we all went, oh my God. And then um, just the the things that have happened along the way with my dad and many other things that's like, well, we can't deny that that just happened in front of our face. And so for yes. them, their upbringing, which is so amazing, because mine, mine was like, I wasn't religious. It was death, gone, dark, dead, nothing. That was That's what I had to look forward to. And um, what's been incredible for our kids is that they're like, oh, my God, the magic that awaits. They're like, yes. wow, you know. It's incredible. None of us have a clue. There's so much, you know. So they and, – and, and that also just feeds into really fun little things that every time. We all love op shopping. Do you, I can't remember in America if they call it op shopping, but, you know, secondhand clothes and stuff. Right. No, they I think it in it Australia that. they call it op shops. You know, charity shops, op-shopping, secondhand vintage. Like a, a, yes.
1: flea, a flea market or something? In-
2: um, more yeah. like, a th- yeah, like a thrift store. So more like a salvo. A thrift store. Like right,
1: yeah. Fair right. enough.
2: Okay. And, um, sorry, everything is salvos, <laughs> vinos, or whatever it is in Australia. But Salvation Army is what I'm talking about. But we, you know, we thread that magic through our daily life. We There is never a time where we don't go and then all sit in the car outside and lock in to what we want to find in there. All four of us are like, okay, I want this, I want this, I want this. And honestly, so much brilliance sort or of magic every time. You know, Blue will be like, I want some rollerblades. I really want some rollerblades. And he's gone in and he's found these bright pink rollerblades. And he's, you know, and it's like <laughs> they just believe in the magic. When we play Yahtzee it's at amazing. home, we love Yahtzee. They're like, the whole family's like, he needs a five, he needs a five, he needs a five, he needs a five. And you know, sometimes he gets fives, and it's like, yeah. See, right. so they live their life with knowing that we haven't got a clue, and it's all magic. And to recognize those moments, and to not go, oh, what coincidence! Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. I'm no, thinking. I
1: actually. I, sorry, Henrietta, if you want to go, go ahead. But I, I had actually a conversation earlier with. Uh, a graphic designer and a video editor who's like, do you believe in magic? I was like, of course I do. And and she said, her name's Lucy, and Lucy, yeah. And she said, do you believe in magic? I said, yeah. And she said, do you believe in magic? I said, yes. She goes, do you believe in magic? I and mean, she kept saying it. I was like, yeah. She's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. <laughs> And maybe we went on for twenty minutes i don't know the exact conversation time, maybe thirty minutes something. I was like, "Yeah, I believe in magic, but at the same time, I understand that you know as we're as children we're programmed, you know, and we our parents tell us or our teachers or you know yeah our you know superiors, whatever they are our government that we can't do shit, you know we can't do this. Yeah. Yeah, we can't yeah. do this because it's not engaging or we can't, in your case, Shelly, we can't sing or in your case, Henrietta, with the most amazing voice. And I'm glad, uh, Shelly, to hear you say that because I'm like, I copied your uh, one of your audio messages, Henrietta, and I've been passing around to my friends. I'm like, does she have like the greatest voice ever or am I crazy? And they're <laughs> like, holy shit, man. <laughs> Who is this person? I was like it's my friend Henrietta and she's just uh amazing.
0: Wow, well that's but good. I, I want to use it then. I mean, you know, in the sense that I like being able to talk to people basically. Yeah, you know, but I mean, but, I,
1: yeah. but I think we're just all conditioned. Not I mean, maybe not Shelly's kids, whatever, fine.
0: No, they're not. I, yeah. I believe
1: that. But, you know, me coming up, all my parents told me it was like, You're not good enough.
0: Oh yeah. oh, yeah, that was my Yeah, That's the thing. Makes. That's what that we all think. Oh, you're this big. You can only do, Who do or you, think you should are? do
1: this. Right. Yeah.
0: You should do this. Like,
1: maybe you can work at a warehouse. Maybe oh, you really yeah. do, like, do this, what? but you're not good enough to do this. I'm like, Really? I mean, yeah, or maybe
0: you can work in a bank. That was something yeah, right, that right, I was like, right. yeah, no, I'd love to. I, I believe in bank, you know, I think yeah. that,
1: maybe I, you that could that be, a, be bank, really
0: appropriate.
1: a bank teller. Maybe you could be a bank teller if you were yeah, really or, good. Or, you
0: know, I could be a PR or I could be an assistant to a really powerful man. It's like, oh, that's appealing.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm only laughing because I got the same shit and I'm a man. My dad's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe you could, uh, you know mow lawns, you know, for the rest of your life. Yeah, No, you know
0: what? It's for me personally, it's like, I've done many different things in my life. I've not had one thing. Um, I know now what I really love to do and blah, blah, blah. But um, the thing that I've always, you know, I won't let go of is like my personal freedom like so i've if i've had a job that i've really hated i've gone like i'm practical i know i have to earn a living but if i really hate right. it i fucking leave i just mm. leave right and i'll find another one i won't do something where i'm if i feel that feeling of like i'm now a slave you know mm-hmm. i mean if, that's not to say i won't do what needs to be done but do you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. i my right. highest aim yep. is to feel that, you know, I can live this one short life feeling liberated inside. Mm. And I, I want other people to know what that feels like.
1: Well, so, t- yeah, tell them.
0: Well, it feels fucking great because, because then you are investigating your life continually. And it's like, you also, look, I don't think I would have made a connection with someone like you, Andrew, if I didn't live my life that way. Because... I met you because someone said, oh, he's great. He's great to talk to you, you should talk to him. And I went, yeah, okay, you know? And then off we went just sort of exploring however that went. And Shelley and I just sort of like cruised along with whatever was happening to us. And then we'd go for like maybe years without speaking. And then we came together just because we wanted to, again, when I was in Australia, And we started like going, oh, have you, I've had this weird experience, that weird experience at the same time talking about our love of art and creating. And then we just have spoken pretty much every day in one way or another since that moment. And now we want to work together as investigators. Yeah. Like helping people fight, you know, to, well not helping, but just saying like, Hey, you can have this too. If you're feeling really shit you know there Mm. might be a little thing you could do where you don't feel so shit that that's enough helping people navigate to their inner compass yeah or just like you know you don't have to feel like a friend of mine keeps phoning me going oh my god i'm so afraid i'm going to lose my job i don't think i'm ever going to get married and have kids how can that all happen in the pandemic?" And I, and she go, She said to me, well, I've called you because I feel like you're the post- closest person to God. And I laughed, going, I don't know what that means. But it just means that I, you know, if you free yourself from those things that you think you want, you might discover that you can be happy without those things sort of making well, so you You never happy needed this. them anyway. Yeah. The, yeah exactly. I don't know. Society telling you that you should. Yes, and let life kind of lead you, you know, um, in it, rather than you decide what you want. I don't know.
1: Well, uh, what do you mean? I, 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 Is that
0: clear or very unclear? I, yeah. I think
1: I think it's very really? clear. I mean, I, I I don't I don't have any. Um, I, all right. Henrietta, I have an ask of you, all right? And that's yeah. the reality is that I want to ask you if you would say the Andrew D'Angelo podcast and <laughs> let us use it as an intro to the podcast. That's what I want Yes, about. yes. All right.
0: That's a great idea. I want to it's, use it's my voice for anything that is good. Well, maybe I can do and your it's jingle. You.
1: What's
2: that? H <laughs> can do the talking and I can do a little jingle.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. So um so so my video editor and audio editor said that we have to turn our audio off, Shelly. And yes, um why she does it. Right, why she does it and uh I, I think you should just say, you know, the Andrew D'Angelo podcast. But you know, you can do what you want. You can say welcome to the Andrew D'Angelo podcast. I don't know if you want a script, but uh I, I think, think it'd we- be
0: You can write a little script and I'll do it, but I'll tell you what, I'm not going to do it here because this room is really bad. No, 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 no,
1: but they won't won't show your video. It's just your voice. Henrietta, Shelly, tell her again, her voice, your voice is just, I I have never met anybody with a voice like you. Well, H
2: can be the number one, um, you know, uh, what's the, in my head I'm going vocals, top line, but it's not, you know, like voice.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just can be the number one voice actor
2: in the world as far as I'm concerned. That's, it's no. so
1: good, Henrietta. And I swear to you, my podcast is going to become very famous and you'll be very famous. Hey. And I will give you full credit. I am not one of those people who is just going to be like, yeah. It was just new, no. I
0: know you're not, but also yeah. I just want to do it for you. You know, for you. Well, it's look. Like, why don't
1: we,
2: as an as an editor, I know what your editor wants. Why don't Andrew and I mute us and H just give three takes of or three or four takes of something different each time,
0: so he's got something to play with. So just say. Can I can I make a request though? Just because mm. I know. Well, I'm like I'm quite shy. Um. Sometimes and. I know, and also when I'm recording stuff, I go and sit in the car because it's like a recording studio because there's a lot of noises here. And if I could just, if I'm just with myself, I can kind of play with things, whereas sure. if yeah. I'll, I'll be a bit more free and natural that way. And then I'll just send it to you. Okay. And, but have you got any things that you'd like me to say, because I'll say anything that you want me to say. Will sure. you anything, <laughs> anything, anything all right. at all?
1: All right. So I, I, is it's Andrew. So anything. I, I, by,
2: by the way, can I just say one thing?
1: Hmm.
2: Is this this is actually it then, isn't it? This wasn't the pre-conversation. This is it.
1: Yeah, it's your fault, it, it's by you the way, shelly I told what? you. I told so you, shelly This is the
2: thing. I came in going, "Oh, I'm fine. I can swear. I can do whatever I want." <laughs> you know, I had no idea. <laughs> this is the pre-conversation, and this is. Now it we've covered so it's much. It's so good. You a little trickster. Is it? You
1: are me. Naughty. You are. I. I just said, all right. You guys are trying to trick me into like having the conversation, so I'll like what? I'll do What? <laughs> no. All right. All right. This all is, right.
0: This is great. This is I, I, I'm actually really good. <laughs> All right. This all
2: right. is it. This is it. We're doing it. I know. I love it. Right.
1: <laughs> So yeah, this,
2: she, we have been doing it. H. She's been recording this whole thing. Oh yeah, well, I, know, know. I know. But I thought it was just a trial. Oh, I have, been, re- it doesn't I have been recording. No, yes. this is it. Yeah.
1: I have been oh, recording.
2: This is it? That's it's good. I actually think it's good because it's been really natural.
1: Well, yes. yeah, it can be the dress rehearsal. Just, I don't care.
0: I don't care either. Whatever you want. I think we've been think how it goes.
1: Here's what I think we should do. I'm gonna be like those fucking assholes on capitol hill Interviews? in america yeah sure. exactly and I'm, I'm um can we uh, come on henrietta just say it the end of podcast yeah but we have to go off okay. we have to go off uh okay we'll go off. I'll, I'll say it yeah i'll, just I'll say try. It. We'll go off
0: now i don't know what to say that this is where i go all shy and weird but um see what do i say okay Welcome to the Andrew D'Angelo podcast. He's so gorgeous. (laughs) You can't fail to have a fantastic time. This is the Andrew D'Angelo podcast. He has some really amazing people all the time. welcome to the andrew d'angelo podcast if there's anybody that you want to listen to it's him that's all i'm doing right now (laughs) you killed it you killed it
1: you fucking yeah you fucking rocked it like she doesn't she doesn't know she says podcast right (laughs) like she doesn't even know like, welcome to the Andrew D'Angle <laughs> podcast. Like, I mean, I'm not even saying Perfect. it right. Holy shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, so, it's so nice to be appreciated just for speaking.
2: Well, I love it. It is. <laughs> but it's like, it's that simple that that's a, one of your biggest gifts to offer. That's and you, you overlook it. It's like, that's it. <laughs> that That is... The main one. It's so perfect.
0: Yeah. No, good. Because yay, hooray. I mean, <laughs> especially when we're doing. Yay. Yay, no, hooray. <laughs> hooray. <laughs> no, but listen, you know, the other thing that I do want to say, because we've been talking about this psychic thing and it's like, you know, coming out of the closet. But it's like all three of us have got some strange, you know, things going on in our lives, like dreams or, funny funky stuff or things that don't seem to be coincidences or, or information about people and it's just I, I love talking to other people that are like you two that are free with that because it it's just this immense relief for me because I'm always censoring yeah. myself yes yeah with other I people. I would say, same,
1: so, like, same here. I'm always, valuable. yeah, I'm censoring too, all the time. Sorry, show All me. the
0: time. Yeah, yeah. just that because ends, you feel like my... you have to, because you don't want to freak them out. But it's lovely right. when you can just go like, whatever comes out, comes out. And it's so much fun. It's and... true. But
2: that, that's the most valuable thing that I have with you in our friendship, is that it is uncensored. There is zero judgment. judgment. And in that environment you get to reveal and be more authentic than you, than you could ever be because of the, of the non-judgment. therefore, you it get to explore on deeper levels than you ever would. So th- that, those two yes. things are catalysts to being able to even arrive in this arena kind of thing yes. mentally, which is so important. It's the non-judgment, you know. Um, yeah, and care-
1: also... Care. So well, like, when, did- so, so like when 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 your friends, right, people that you respect, I, I know we have not met Henrietta in life, and but you and Shelly know each other. When your friends are telling you how amazing you are, like you know, it's just like okay, so like what else do we have to do? I mean, it's just like, I I, I mean, I've been applauded, you know, I've I've I've, I've had standing ovations of ten thousand people. I'm like, I'm not good enough, sure. man, you know. <laughs> We've all been there, right? Like, whether it's one person that we love or, yes. or a huge it's audience. It, doesn't it? It's so weird that I'm like, you know, people are like, man, you're doing great. You know, congratulations. And I'm like, you know, I don't really like myself. It's yeah. so, well, it's, well, it freaks me out.
0: Well, I think that's everyone. Every, every single person. Unless you're that. an egomaniac, which is probably not a good yeah. thing to be. Because then yeah. you're sort of you know to to have that element of sort of doubt or like oh i don't know what i do is good because it just keeps you um from real thinking that you're yeah well from thinking that you're better than anybody else but <laughs> right. i think one to the questioning the questioning is the important part the doubting
2: yeah the questioning it and then the putting it in the healthy place not the downward spiral of it so the questioning of Am I, is that, Am I good at that? Do I need to do this? Is that for me? Da, 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 yes. da. The questioning is healthy. Yes, it is about. It keeps you- yeah. Then yeah. it's about conversations and the navigating, you know, that and not not um, not just letting yourself just go. No, I'm shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I'm exactly. Shit, really. Exactly.
0: Sort of. Like, I- using the doubt, you just sort of know it's there, but you you want to keep going anyway. I heard this wonderful thing um, from a writer. She's written lots of successful television shows and she's very funny and humble and cool, but she's, she was asked like, what's, what's your process of, uh, of writing? And she said, panic, 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 hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, there's like because fucking
0: that, Isn't that the creating like... for everyone? <laughs> so I love that because it's like that's but also you could apply that to this psychic thing when you're like if you're doing a reading, it's like you're not panicking, but you're going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, or right. and then maybe, you know, panic, yeah. panic, panic, hope. It's like as long as you're not going, This is it. Because I think that's a dangerous space when you go, I know. Then you're like, really?
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That's so true that it's just like, uh oh, We, But we've all been through that. So what do we do? I mean, how do we change it? You know what I mean?
0: I don't know that we should change it. I think it's really wonderful that we can, like, we've laughed a lot. And the thing this whole time, it's like, you've got to laugh at yourself. It's sort of like, I never trust anybody that goes, you know, that goes very serious. And this is the way you should do something. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. It's just something in me that questions it. But if somebody like Andrew, when you've done psychic things for me or Shelley, you're both like, sort of laughing but you're also giving me really good information but you're laughing and you're also sort of you're not second guessing yourself but you're Andrew said well I don't know you're just going to do what you're going to do but this is what I'm seeing but you go ahead and do what you want to (laughs) do so it's yeah you know it's that thing of like you don't take yourself seriously but you also we all know that there is that sort of like serious commitment to you know wanting well, you to trust give something out you trust yeah, yourself
2: enough re- to reveal what your intuition exactly. is. exactly you know you voice trust is yourself saying. enough
0: but then you're like, not you going to
2: go this see. is
0: the word you
2: know? yeah and you don't have to be rocked by someone going no you can just yeah. be like well this is this is what
0: i think yes. this is what i which see which andrew feel. does all the time to me right. and I love that because he's always been no bullshit and we've had a laugh I've gone oh Andrew you know what about this what about this person what about this path and he's like well I don't know because you're going to just do what you want to do and you should because you'll discover that way but I sort of feel that you know maybe they're a bit mean or you know that could be a bit of a challenge for you you know mm. and that's it, it's weird. It lodges in your mind. I,
1: I have I have an analogy for that if you want to hear it, if you're up yes, for it, either of you. Yes, I do. Um, when I was going to have brain surgery, whatever, I bring this up a lot in the show, but, you know, when I met with this healer and, and psychic and I said, should I have brain surgery? And he said, it doesn't matter. You're going to do it anyway. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> That's perfect. And yeah. he goes, you'll be fine. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, ah, it'll be fine. Just do the brain surgery. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean I, you
2: kind of need that, don't you? You need someone to just be like, yeah, you yeah, will be fine. Like, I mean, it's Yeah, because when freedom. your mom,
1: when your mom is on the ground crying and freaking out because yes. of brain cancer, you're like, yes. what should I do, man? And I was like talking to this healer. And he's like, Yeah, just have the surgery. You'll be fine. Mm. And I swear to you, I'm not making this up. It's just the way we are, that we yes. do not understand our, you know, some people do not understand. I mean, I like to think I'm, you know, what, better or something like that? What is that that, I don't know what the word is. Like, I just was like, oh, okay. Well, that brain surgery. And he's like, yeah, it'd be fine. I don't know, I don't I don't have a follow through. I just was like, I wanted to like, anecdote to um, Henrietta's statement, but you know, what? Yeah,
0: no, you know, I just like, well, I like that attitude you have. You also said to me something about like, I, I love that thing of like, you know, you're gonna do what you're gonna do, but sort of don't worry about it. As long as you, maybe the thing could be like, if you learn, from it you know or not not in a horrible way but you sort of notice what's happening when you decide to do something Mm. and but also just have a good attitude like you Andrew like yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna have the surgery and I'm gonna be fine well guess what you were (laughs) I'm not saying that that happens for everyone but there's there is something about bringing the attitude to whatever you're in that going to help you out oh yeah 100 everything
1: yeah. right yeah. everything but also it's it's about the person accepting it so when i heard yes. the, the info you know that you're going to be fine i was like oh okay
0: <laughs>
1: right <laughs> yeah. i mean there's part of that right
0: right <laughs>
1: yes you know like, i love that maybe shelly you can relate with your kids you know like yeah. son you're gonna have to take swimming lessons or, you know, whatever the fuck it is, or, you know, Henrietta in your life. I mean, you know, just like, you're going to do it and you'll be fine. And, Mm. and if you resist.
2: Yeah. We actually had a very big episode in my house this morning based on the exact same circumstances, Andrew, because in two weeks, my son's got an audition for um, a music scholarship and I'd cut I was actually slightly under, like, like a, a, a little, I don't know, curious because he's been quite like, yeah, fine about it. And I was like, I'm not trust. There's something that's not right about how cool, calm and he's been right now. Right. And, um, and then this morning we had the breakdown. So I went in <sighs> the studio with him to start learning a song. So he loves playing guitar and he's really good, but they've said, You've got to sing us a song um, with no instrument, like playing like a backing track, so that we can mark you on that, which should get you into like better chance of getting the scholarship. And um, so he doesn't normally just stand there and and sing. Anyway, he wouldn't open his mouth this morning at all, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, we got to like, we've got two weeks. We've got to make a decision here. Is this a song you want to do?" And then he just burst into floods of tears and he was like, I don't want to do it. I'm so nervous. I don't want to do it. I can't. And I said, I said, I would be freaked out if you were not nervous. Like, yeah. right. I said, if you did not feel nerves at this situation, I'd be worried about you being a really empty robotic person. I was like, you will be petrified and so will all the other kids going there. I said, because it's a really big deal. I said, i've been there dad's been there i said and i can give you all the tools i said but you know often when you want something whether it's a job or you know like this audition or whatever it may be in your life you're going to feel this sick anxiety about certain situations i said you've just got to figure out how to face it and get through it so that you can get what you want you know and i said you know for many years and even still now because it's my most comfortable way to be i will sing with my eyes closed in front of an audience because that's mm. how i cope with it and it, it is how i lock in and it's how i can lock them out if i can't deal with all that stuff and you know i was like trying to explain it all to him but it was a really big lesson from this morning and he calmed down and he said okay i'm going to tr- try and go for this but it's a hu- huge really hard lesson to teach a 10 year old you know it's like you you know, you those nerves and those things are really real. How did we get to that part of the conversation? Actually,
1: I don't know. I Have no idea.
2: <laughs> no, but it did. It did trail off from something you said.
1: Here's, um, I don't know. I don't know how you guys haven't peed, but I'm gonna pee again. And then when I come back, I'm gonna take us out in case this is the podcast. Yeah, cool, because they're,
0: they're going to kick me out of this room. And also, you know. I was right. going to say, Andrew, if there are any other like little pithy questions you want to ask either of us, yes. you should.
1: I do, yeah. but I think we should do that on Thursday or Friday okay. or whatever day.
0: Yes, like we I love being about. interviewed. I That's a thing that's really good, like when you lead kind of thing, because it? Fair
1: sure enough, I'm, I, I thought this was, was a pre-interview, so I'm just sitting here listening. That's all. I'm okay, taking cool. notes.
0: Cool. Oh, okay. What? Panic, panic, panic. Hope.
1: <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> okay. <good. laughs>
1: <laughs> but that was a great conversation, and um, so I I, I just I have to go, and so yes. let's uh, pick Reconvene it up.
0: We can on Thursday. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thursday, and I, I love you both, and that was a conversation. I'll pass it by you before. We do any uh, editing or publishing, but yeah. like whoa, I was you're like, "You're
0: fantastic, what? Andrew!"
1: Like, thank what? you, Andrew. You and <laughs> Shelly and um, I
0: know, but you, I just want to say, you, but you, I love that yeah, you're you, doing you.
1: this
0: because <laughs> yeah, you've it, been like a major person for me this year. You and Shelly have been like two of my mate. You know, two when I I I'm sort of like, "Oh my god, I'm so confused." I just go. There's Andrew and Shelly, like laughing and going, <laughs> no bullshit, telling me how it is. And I go, yeah, they're alive. I'm cool. If they're alive, everything's okay. Yeah, no, it's I, right. I like so I'm much serious. for my
1: showmanship. But anyway, I love you both and have a great night. And you um, thank you for being on. And we'll talk on Thursday and Thursday or you know see what happens all right yes, i love thanks, you Andrew.
0: love you all right Lots you. Of love.
1: all right peace bye. love bye. bye
0: thank you for listening to this episode of constant constance tune in every week for new conversations and if you want even more check out andrew's patreon for more exclusive content and additional conversations Hosted and produced by Andrew D'Angelo. Edited and mixed by Lucy Little. Original music by Andrew D'Angelo and Maximilian Moore D'Angelo. Intro is Henrietta Weeks. Thanks so much. See you next time.
1: You you fucking, yeah, you fucking rocked it. Like Nick she doesn't it. She doesn't know she says podcast, right? <laughs> like she doesn't even.